0: It's...
1: The... Meg John... And... Justin...
0: Podcast! Yay!
1: Yay. Uh, We're back. It's another podcast. And here's the... The question is one that I got asked Mm. recently. Uh, And I've answered... I've had a go at answering this on uh, BishUK.com, our website for the younger audience. But we're going to have a go at the kind of the more in-depth adult advanced... (laughs)
0: if 301 versus 101
1: yeah so we're going to have a go at that on this podcast so and the question is uh well the question i got asked was uh how do i know if i'm a top or a bottom for first time sex Mm. but generally it's like i I was talking about what are tops and bottoms what is that yeah uh, and how does it work and and uh the, some of the looking at some of the scripts around who does what and how to do it consensually so we're going to chat about that
0: yeah let's more. do that. let's do this
1: so i guess the first thing i said mj was that uh tops and bottoms on the internet when you look it up it's very mm-hmm. specifically about uh gay men or men who have sex with men yeah and it's all about who puts their penis inside the anus of inside the inside whose anus
0: yeah that's basically i think where it comes from originally Mm. although i don't know if there was a whole because it's a word that's used a lot in kink communities or those words are used a lot in kink communities as well so whether they whether the one came first and then the other borrowed the term yeah but they're used in different ways as you say yeah i mean there's sometimes there's sometimes she's active and passive for that Mm. same idea that the active person puts their penis inside the passive person yeah um, which isn't a very great way of putting it because no. <laughs> it's not really that passive to be, no. you know. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the that's maybe that's why top and bottom is liked because it's kind of yeah, yeah. It gets it across. Um, but it's yeah it's quite a simple one thing. You know, and, and as you were rightly saying, not all gay and bisexual men and men who have sex with men even enjoy anal sex yeah. or have anal sex. So there's a kind of idea, I guess, in those communities that you could divide people into tops and bottoms. Mm. You know, and you might even put on like your grinder profile or something, whether mm. you're a top or a bottom. Yeah. Um, but obviously, not all people work in that way. That they could say, "I'm this or I'm that." Yeah. Um, exclusively, and a lot of people don't even want to have that particular sexual practices. No.
1: Um, well, I guess similarly, yeah, the same mm. goes for people people who were like for straight folks right for yeah straight couples like people don't have to talk about whether you're a top and bottom in terms of who penetrates mm. who because it's always assumed that the man a is going to have a penis yeah B is going to get an erection yeah. c is going to put said erect penis inside yeah inside the <laughs> i'm not going to say moist
0: for <laughs> the china of <laughs> um, of the, uh, for some for some reason you wanted to say most So, <laughs> Said it. I said it, listeners. Uh,
1: of the other person. And so yeah. there doesn't need to be even a, any consideration of who yeah, yeah, exactly. Because exactly. it's a big assumption there. And actually, as we know, yeah. um not all couples enjoy having penit- not all straight couples enjoy having penetrative sex or have penetrative sex. Or people may have different kinds of penetrative sex where it might be a different gender penetrating the other person.
0: Exactly, like pegging, where yeah, often exactly. it's a woman penetrating a guy or not exclusively. Yeah, um, with yeah. a strap on. With a strap-on, indeed. Um, so, so, yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's a kind of useful, rough terminology, but you wouldn't want to get too fixed with those ideas. Yeah. And in the gay community, there's a word versatile, which means that mm. you might sometimes top and sometimes bottom, at least. Um, yeah. In a similar way, the word switch is used in kink community. Yeah. Somebody who might top or bottom. So, it mm.
1: kind of more broadly, it means other things as well, doesn't it? Top and bottom. It's, mm. be, it's become like a more broad term for like yeah. who generally might want to take... Uh, the lead in certain activities, right? Yeah. I guess it's like the thing that we were talking about. I think some a while ago. Maybe we were talking about it off podcast. Like, like the idea of like who starts. Yeah. How do we get going? Yeah. And so maybe it might be that the person who is who is like in inverted commas top might be somebody who kind of starts off proceedings, and there yeah. might be an assumption that somebody who is a particular gender or a particular kind of person or a particular set of experiences might do the Mm. starting off or the the initiating things Yeah mm-hmm. um, And then more broadly This gets into areas Around kink as well Right Yeah
0: Or just kind of the, Yeah The sort of sense of Who's running the show a bit Yeah um, so, so for example In some relationships Where it's uh, with two women There might be a sense Of kind of alternating mm. who Who's kind of Going to take control In yeah. this particular Sexual session And again It might be that That person's the one Who also does the penetrating Yeah But not necessarily Because mm. you could You could top And be telling the other person What to do to you For example yes. And that's where it gets a little bit hazy as mm. to quite how we're, you know, different people using these terms in different ways. Yeah. Um, so in King, yeah, the top would be the person generally doing the thing and the bottom the person receiving. Mm. But as I say, it's slightly complicated there mm. By by the way it could work the other way. But say... So another word for kink is BDSM, which is bondage and discipline, dominance and submission and sadomasochism. And that kind of gets at the way that kink is quite a lot of different things. Mm. Um, So the sadomasochism bit is where it's about sensation or Mm -hmm. pain. And so you might think in sadomasochistic terms, the top would be the person doing the Mm -hmm. sensation to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the the dominance and submission bit is a bit different because that's more about the power and the dominant be the one with the power. But you can imagine a scene where the dominant is getting the submissive to do things to them Mm. for their pleasure. And so the submissive, in a sense, is the bottom in that scenario in terms of power. Mm. Um, But they're still the one giving the sensation. Yeah. So they're kind of a bottom and a top at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. You know.
1: Um, It's really complicated, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, So should we talk a bit about, Mm. like, the the stories around who is expected to be tops and bottoms? Like, you know, there are, like, really, as always, there are, like, really strong cultural scripts around what it is that we should be doing. Definitely. And so um so i guess that there are very kind of and a lot of these scripts are stereotyped as well yeah. as they often are so it's often assumed that if you're the either man slash person with a penis or penis or most masculine yeah uh, or most experienced or Biggest generally, yeah, that you're mm. like top, yeah, potentially um, older
0: as well, yeah, yeah, uh,
1: d- yeah depending on the yeah. dynamic, I guess. And then it's also assumed that if you're a woman or the most feminine, or the person with a vagina, or mm-hmm. the uh, they're kind of the less experienced one or the more, in inverted commas, passive one yeah. then the bottom. And they're yeah. really unhelpful. Definitely.
0: Right? And I think they link to a lot of sexual problems. Like a lot of yeah. guys who struggle with sex, it's about that, that emphasis on having to be in control and yeah. doing all of the work, you know, and, and having to get erections and all of that kind well, of thing. Well, that's
1: the thing. I mean, if we just look at men and women for a second and mm-hmm. think about the different messages they get about sex. Yeah. That men are meant to initiate sex, and they're meant to get an erection, and they're meant mm. to put it inside somebody, and yeah. they're meant to know exactly what to do, and yeah. you know, it's all about them doing it to the other to the woman. Yeah. Um, And women are not meant to be any of those things. No, and
0: almost like, you know, a lot of the the sexual problems that women can experience are around not even being able to tune into what they desire. And that may be the truth, actually, for for people on the bottom side or the passive side a bit more broadly, actually, Mm. is that it could be fairly easy to just be all about the desire of the other person and not Mm. able to tune into your own desire. And that's not to say it can't be really pleasurable to be kind of swept away by the desire of the other person. Yeah. But, you know, I think it is it's good for people to have some sense of tuning into what they actually like sexually and yeah. if you're the person who's assumed bottom mm. then you can kind of get away with not doing that definitely uh, but that's often to your detriment and potentially to the whole to the whole scenario it's definitely yeah
1: I guess we'll come on to communicating about it in consent yeah. in a second but here I suppose we should say like I said in my piece that Although often people talk about it, that actually we don't have to view sex in the way in, in no. as kind of topping or bottoming and we could either be both, mm-hmm. like a versatile or switch, yeah. or, be, or take turns in that way, yeah. or be neither. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just basically come down to what sexual acts are, are there that we uh, like to do with each other and mm-hmm. which one should we do and in what order
0: yeah exactly Um, it can be a much more mutual thing yeah or like you say a switchy dynamic can be really fun where you're kind of almost fighting for power yeah taking it almost taking it in turns or you know figure like starting with a kind of vying for power and then one person kind of winning and they're sort of then the one who calls the shots for the rest of that particular scenario
1: so I guess that's the thing isn't Mm. it it's about first of all tuning into whether that dynamic is going to work for you yeah whether that's like you know, it's, it, you don't have to do this kind of dynamic no. if you don't want to. And
0: I think you kind of know that if you, yeah, if you kind of tune into yeah. the stuff we're talking about, does it sound appealing at all? Yeah. If not, like, just don't even, you don't no. need to. Yeah. Exactly. And even if you can then figure out, well, yeah, it does sound appealing, it's like try and break it down into, well, is it appealing that, is it appealing to have sex in a way that one person's in control or the other mm. um, on a certain time? And then, if so you know there's a separate question about would you be into kind of sense more sensation play and pain Mm. type stuff in which case it's more the sm stuff you want to be looking into or is it more the power stuff that you're into or is it more you want to have non-kinky sex but just with a sense of somebody's in the driving seat which can be really nice because it means you know that you just don't have to you can lay back and enjoy it and not have to take any control or you know that you are the one in control yeah. in the shots which a lot of people can like that clarity
1: I think that's the thing isn't it so it's really important to break all of that down to see what works yeah for you and exactly to be quite forensic about it and really think about which aspects mm. of it you might find attracted to you might be attracted to but yeah because also- you
0: can get confused a bit about like you know certainly in kink I think some people will Think they have to be enjoying everything, but mm. actually, it's plenty of people who enjoy DS you can't stand pain or yeah. don't and not interested in sensation. Exactly. Similarly, there's people who like the pain and sensation stuff who just don't want any power play in there or any role play or anything like that. It's quite well, really, really weird. That's so, that's the
1: thing like, if somebody says to says on like a dating profile or says to somebody at the beginning of a relationship, okay, I'm a top, yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah, we like, need unpack unpack really to break it all yeah. down, don't we? <coughs> yeah, um, definitely. And so, there's a
0: couple of great books actually to recommend at this point yeah. which is the topping and bottoming books oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy I think yeah. uh, so they, they're fairly old now but they're you know if you think yeah I'm all about top or I'm all about bottom then those are really good books to tell yeah. you about how to go about it and mostly in the kink context is what they'd yeah. be talking about there okay. um, and obviously if you're interested in both then read both of them <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah. And also by the same author's the ethical slot, of course. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh Which on is...
1: very on every discerning reader's bookshelves. So Absolutely. And
0: they're just working on the third edition. Really? At the yeah, yeah. So that should be coming out soon. Oh, cool. That's mm-hmm. really good to know.
1: Yeah. Um so but back to topping and bottom. If this is something that you're interested in, I guess the the first thing to do is to really notice whether you're like to really know about the cultural script around yeah. you know what we're told about who tops and bottoms mm-hmm. and I guess like with our approach to handshakes and sex it's like sometimes people um, don't really talk about it very much mm. about the dynamic of what it is that they're going to do and that can be okay for a lot of people
0: yeah. uh,
1: but it's kind of more coincidence that they happen to be doing something that the other person is reasonably into as well and so people can not really talk about it or unpack mm. what topping and bottoming means for them but they could still have a good time but there is also the you know, but there are also there are also ways to talk about it
0: yeah uh, and, and there's a bit of yeah there is a risk with that because any kind of topping and bottoming but particularly the power play version mm. people can go into you know fairly vulnerable kind of headspaces with yeah. that So, it's worth having a bit of an idea what you're doing, I think, before getting into it and some kind of negotiation. Certainly in kink communities, there'd be encouragement to negotiate because, yeah, it's like you, you would want to think of that as, and the sensation stuff actually is quite analogous to drug taking mm. so that once you're in that space yes. you're gonna feel a bit different and it's what you want the other person to really know what's mm. possible and what isn't what isn't an option
1: so i think what we'd say here as well is that no matter how much you talked about it it's really important to always be t- paying attention to what's going yeah. off you and the other person that yeah. you know even if you are even if you, there are yes, no, maybe lists in particular mm. for BDSM, right? So like, yeah. there's like lots of inventories out there. Yeah, on places like FetLife and other communities, I suppose. Yeah, where, yeah. And um, Scarletine
0: has a sort of pared-down yeah. version where that. Yeah, yeah. And that gives you some sense of what's you know a hard limit for the other person yeah. and what's okay and what what's not but of course it's going to change a bit from time to time and you just don't know where you're going to put somebody necessarily right. when you're doing that and also it was really important to mention that it being the top as well you, you don't necessarily know yeah. where it's going to take you yeah. so something can trigger something inadvertently and yeah. so it's important for both people to be able to end it or or pause the scene Well that's the thing,
1: so it's always important to remember even no matter how much you talk about it before that Mm. that is only a one time agreement still that you need to be constantly checking in with the other person, using verbal and non-verbal communication to make sure that everything's kind of okay.
0: Precisely and so yeah, in kink there might be all kinds of ways of, you know, safe words red, amber, green being a a, a, a sort of obvious one of just like you know, red stop and amber is let's have a quick pause and check in and green is everything's fine. But also might be like a a hand squeeze or something like mm-hmm. that if it wants to be a non-verbal like if you squeeze someone's hand if they squeeze it back mm-hmm. you know they're fine if they do nothing there's a problem if they you know maybe there's a three squeeze for emergency yeah. <laughs> let's do you know let's get out of this and in non-kink
1: mm. sex we can also rely on um and in kink sex of also rely on where available eye contact yeah. and facial expressions and whether somebody's body's responding in like towards you or away from you, are they yeah. Are they kind of reciprocating some of the things or are they kind of Lying very, very still and not really enjoying it, or flinching, mm. or becoming very tense, or
0: yeah. And again, you could have that meta communication beforehand yeah. to know what that means. Because obviously, for some people, bottoming they might want to go really still, yeah, you know, that might be part of it for them. But for other people, going still would mean mm, something's not quite right, yeah. Here. So it's about yeah.
1: checking in, isn't it? And just yeah. and that's like really, it's not about having it's just as simple as how's this, or yeah. everything okay right now, or do we yeah. need to take a break? And it's like can do that very quickly and in, in ways that open up the conversation around is this
0: mm-hmm.
1: how's this dynamic but well, the, the other thing that I was talking about in my post as well top, kind of towards the end is mm. um, the importance of how if you are the top in however we're defining what top yeah. it is it's down to you uh if you're in any doubt whatsoever as to whether the other person's into it yeah uh, it's down to you to do the checking in I think
0: so your responsibility because the other person may have spun off into a bit of a headspace and you just don't you know when you're on the bottom end of things you can really get out of knowing really where you're at you know Mm. so for an extending scene for example it might be part of the tops role to check that somebody's drinking water regularly or that they're Having a bit of sugar at yep. a point where they might crash, you know that that sort of the, you're actually taking that much responsibility for the other person's well being for that short period of time. Mm. Generally speaking, although in twenty four seven kind of relationships, it's a much larger, you know, responsibility yeah. being taken. Yeah,
1: and I guess uh, I'm, we're, we're all, I was also saying in that post, but I think it's really important that if you are top or are given like the role of top. Mm. by because of your political identity yeah because you have power because yeah. you have like certain privileges you have to remember that you always have those in the scene even if you are yeah. you know topping from the bottom or whatever mm. if you have to remember that the privilege and the power that you have means that it's uh, harder for the other person to ask for what they do or don't want in that scene right
0: are you saying with great power comes great responsibility MJ, I am. <laughs>
1: my entire life I've been waiting to do a podcast where I can say that.
0: It's true. And it's as as we know from Spider-Man.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Very, very important. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to add?
0: Well, we did just mention that topping from the bottom. That might be worth unpacking. Yeah, for well, let's Doesn't do that. that
1: yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of made up a quote about this in my piece. Oh, did you? Yeah. About. Um, I made up all the quotes like, uh, well, we kind of made up quotes for the book, didn't we? Yeah, well, we made
0: to. up. We, you know, took our extensive knowledge as eminent sexologists <laughs> who've worked for years in this field, eminent and critical sexologists, critical sexologists, and we synthesised that. I think yeah. synthesised be a better word than made up. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: I said made up because you know I'm writing for the kids innit? in it. In <laughs> it. Uh, but um, yeah, so I was yeah. talking about how actually. Um, Sometimes the person who is the uh, top in whatever kind of uh, scene is having to be so responsible for the mm. other person to constantly think about whether how the other person is responding to this, that actually it kind of almost flips around the, mm. the, the the role and actually it kind of sometimes means that the other person has more power than them.
0: Ah, what you're talking about is a service top, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, again, it's, you know, there's so much nuance to this and I recommend um, Bessie Martin's work is mm. really useful for people who want to dig into this more because she actually talks about four different kind of roles that you can take. So yeah. she's kind of separating two kinds of top and two kinds of bottom almost. Okay. Um, but yeah, so again a, l- a lot of tops it would be like you're you're kind of really turned on by the idea of being control and you're really like doing what you want to the other person. Mm. It's kind of about you taking the pleasure and them really enjoying that you're taking pleasure from yeah. them. But a service top would be a top who's doing it in service of the other person. So yeah. whilst they're doing the more active things they are doing it to to serve, but that would be called a service top. Yeah, and I think you're so that and so when it's actually the bottom in a way that has a lot more power because it's all about yeah. it being done for their pleasure. Yeah, um, and of course, yeah, there's some kind of there's more of a spectrum I suppose between the two yeah um, but that's where it's worth really tuning into what you like and Betty Martin has this three minute game on her website which yeah. you can download which is about it enables you to spend some time in each of these four quadrants yeah. to see where you really enjoy that kind Is that of, of consent? yeah that's right yeah. so you can see if you more enjoy the kind of taking or the receiving or the yeah I can't remember all the words for it but it's kind of fun I still don't know that I've quite
1: got to grips with that no like, whenever we talk about it I don't seem to get it I think maybe because I kind of maybe I kind of uh I don't know maybe I'm approaching it from like a kind of a versatile slash more neutral kind of perspective.
0: Well, exactly. And I think, you know, it comes back to what we've talked about before about pe- some people get off on roles... Some yeah. people it's more trance, and some people it's more connection. Yeah. And I think that for me, the Betty martin stuff particularly works if you're the kind of role-driven person because yeah. you can really figure out different kinds of top space and bottom space, yeah, and whether they appeal to you. But there's always that slight power stuff going on there. Yeah. Mm. So topping from the bottom. Topping from the bottom is where you're the bottom, but you're a bit of a bolshy bottom or right. a brat or a bratty bottom, yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. kind of like yeah. you know you want you want to be. And of course, you know this gets into what's going to work in a relationship. So you. Might might well want to really suss out you know you, somebody who's a real kind of taking top does not necessarily want a bratty bottom or they might they might want someone who pushes against them or they might want someone who's very serving you yeah. know and who's who's just like oh anything you say you know and that's it's worth getting that stuff out in the open between you before you start because it can be quite an uncomfortable dynamic yeah if you know the the way of bottoming that somebody has is a very different from what that that top was looking for or vice yeah. versa yeah,
1: I think if people uh, uh, get a hold of our um, Make Your Own Sex Manual zine over yeah. on our website, that might be able to help people. Available now for £2.50, instant download. £2.50, that's and a bargain. It on your phone. Absolutely, <laughs> isn't it? Um, so uh, I think that might help people to kind of work through some of this stuff as well. But as yeah. ever, it's, it's always dependent on the dynamic of whoever you're having sex with, right? Yeah. So... Um and it's important there also to talk about we've got a section on there about describing dynamics that you find hot but yeah. also about explaining what might be uh what might be green flags, amber flags, and red flags like what are your kind of the things that' are way too difficult for you to yeah. think about stuff that may be a little bit difficult and stuff that um is all great and that 's in our yeah. How, make your own sex manual scene right yeah so i think
0: cold, that's a it? yeah i think that's a good and you can do that whatever level you're at you know i guess as you're listening to this podcast you know it may be that you're still kind of you know completely unsure as to whether yeah. you'd enjoy the topping or the bottoming and in what context other people it's like they know this stuff really well but you can always be surprised as well mm. i think when you get into this territory by you know different sides of yourself come out i think we all yeah. have actually in us different yeah. sort of versions of tops and bottoms you know yeah. that may be more playful or more serious or more aggressive or more um nurturing and it's quite enjoyable to see you know to play with people and find you know who who comes out in a particular scenario but that's also where it becomes a bit more psychologically emotionally risky because it's uh, quite unknown territory for a lot of us and quite deep psychological stuff
1: definitely and that's Mm. the thing you said at the beginning that actually if we hold on to the terms or the ideas around tops and bottoms too tightly then it might Mm. stop us from really exploring some of this other stuff like it might yeah. be part of putting for you to think about is this like a topping or a bottoming thing or is this role play but yeah. actually some of this stuff can be really subtle yes um, and I think this goes back to our conversation about how to communicate b- about sex like before mm. during and after which was one of our previous podcasts yeah and by bringing in the ne- the dynamic and what sex is doing for you and what kind of space you're in mm. and talking about that Little and often, yeah. Um, then you can kind of also figure this out some more for yourself,
0: exactly. It might be just a really gradual process in a new relationship, just like you know, you're kissing, and then one person kind of goes in a bit harder or pushes you back against the wall a bit, and then suddenly you're like, Oh my gosh, I really like that, or it's a bit of hair grabbing, or Or it might be like, Oh no, that's really not doing it for me, and that might be the kind of thing you could, yeah, yeah, little and often over time communicate about to get a sense of whether the relationship could go in that direction or not
1: definitely Mm -hmm. so I think that is it right so thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this uh, check out the rest of our podcast at soundcloud.com forward slash megjohnjustin you can tweet us at megjohnjustin yes you can (laughs) facebook us at facebook.com forward slash megjohnjustin uh, our website of course where you can find details of where to purchase our book enjoy that sex dot
0: megjohnandjustin.com I know that one
1: yep megjohnandjustin.com <laughs> yeah. Uh remember our book is called enjoy sex how when and if you want to we've had some really nice reviews of that
0: yes but uh, we could do with some more if we do some more
1: if anyone wants to pop a review of our book uh, on Amazon or, or wherever you purchase the book that would be nice yeah that would be awesome because um, you know we uh think it's great like other people to read it <laughs> um so uh that's it from us uh make john and justin you've been listening to the make john and justin podcast
0: <laughs> you have and feel free to send us any further questions you'd oh, yeah. like us to meander about on air <laughs> oh
1: definitely <laughs> until next time bye, bye.